The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, guys. Iowa State football schedule released today. Let's react to it. Uh, Chris Williams here. I am joined by Cyclone Fanatic staff writer Connor Ferguson. As uh, we've been waiting on this schedule, uh, it's actually become like a story within a a story when the damn schedule was going to come out. It It is out. And I wanted to run through it here via podcast with you all who prefer listening as opposed to reading. Um, I I generally think it's really tough. I, I think that I'm not listen. I don't think there's like some conspiracy theory or anything. I'm just looking at the schedule and I, I think it's pretty rough. Iowa State has to go to Cincinnati and to BYU as far as the new teams go, and that's probably about as tough of a draw as you can get i mean provo's nuts and then cincinnati's the best program within those four so if it feels like a tough draw for iowa state for this one year deal um we'll run down it here for you and then i'll bring connor in of course iowa and northern iowa week one and two at ohio week three uh, Iowa State will host Oklahoma State on September 23rd in its Big 12 opener, and they'll follow that up with a trip to Norman on September 30th. So that will be the final game uh, in the Iowa State-Oklahoma series, assuming that those teams are out. Um, TCU in Ames on October 7th, then the October 14th road trip to Cincinnati. Iowa State gets a bye on October 21st. Not a bad time for a bye, I'll add there. At Baylor on October 28th. Kansas comes to town on November 4th. Then the Cyclones on November 11th are at BYU. November 18th, a late November game hosting Texas, which if you're going to play Texas, you'd rather get them late in Ames. And then Thanksgiving weekend, Iowa State at Kansas State. I think it's a tough schedule. I, I'm, I'm really... Um, I think it's tough. Connor Ferguson, bring you into this. What what was your reaction when you saw this? The more, the more I look at it, I'd swing your way that it is tough, but I do think there's a lot of question marks just on what the conference looks like next year. Now the two teams are not playing, finished eighth and ninth this year, right? Texas Tech and West Virginia. Yeah. So in terms of that, like right now it looks like a really bad draw, but I do like – I think the home slate is killer. I love it. I think – I mean, you got the home opener, but every game besides that one, you have like something pretty big to watch. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're viewing this differently because I want wins. <laughs> you're right. It's a good home schedule. I mean, you're, there's no doubt about that. Even you and I, it's like oh, a lot of It's people. the home opener. It's always lit. Yeah. It's the first yeah. chance you get a tailgate. It's always, it's always a big deal. Uh, you get the Cyhawk weekend, Mike Gundy. On September, that might be the easiest home game other than you and I. Yeah, honestly, um, like I, do I, love, I don't know what Oklahoma State's going to be next year. Like we'll we'll find out. I do love, and I should have said this right off the bat, but the first thing that I saw is like Texas on Senior Night in November. Like that's that's going to be an awesome environment. Yeah, again, you you are you are spot on. This is an entertaining schedule, but it's a it's a difficult schedule, especially when you factor in the. BYU and Cincinnati road trips like those are you really couldn't have gotten a worse draw as far as that goes with because BYU I don't think I 
I hope people understand the difficulty of going to Provo. And that's going to be a thing in basketball too. Like Iowa State's really going to get a tough draw when BYU's it's like natural rival or whatever the hell they're calling it because of all those new schools that are coming in, that is by far the most rabid fan base. And yeah, go ahead. I remember uh, when I was a kid in the Edgem BYU game. Yeah, it's brutal. It's absolutely like that brutal. Was, that could be a fun rivalry, though. Yeah. Again, I'm looking for wins here, man. That's all I, I care about. I do not give a shit about how entertained you all are. I'm looking for I'll wins. I'll talk to you about wins in September. Yeah, I, I'm looking for wins here. And <laughs> when you come off of the year Iowa State had with a bunch of uncertainty, this is tough. I mean, this is a major upgrade in your in your schedule, and that's fine. Like, listen, like this new Big Twelve isn't uh, like it's not like oh, you now you're in some mid major league. Like all the teams they're bringing in are good, but like let, let's say okay, so you're at BYU and at Cincinnati. Let's flip it and say you could have gotten um, Houston and UCF at home. Which would you have rather had? This is the worst case scenario as far as the new schools goes. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Texas and Oklahoma leaving kind of screwed up that rotation because I know originally they were going to try every school was going to play each other in the two-year period. Yeah. And so, like, the two new schools you were going to play, you were supposed to get one home game and one road game, I believe, if the math was shaking out right. But with them leaving, it screws everything up, and Iowa State gets the really short end of the stick. Tough deal. But – you know, if you're good, it it doesn't really matter. I mean, the, the Iowa game is what it always is. That It really doesn't matter what the teams are. You, you kind of know what you're getting into right there. It, it, I'm, I'm kind of like, who knows about Oklahoma right now? Uh, they, they're doing pretty well on the recruiting trail, but um, TCU is going to be loaded, so Iowa State's an underdog in that game. I think Oklahoma State's a total toss-up right now. I don't know. It, it Part of me feels like this is kind of the beginning of the end of the, the Gundy era when you're seeing these guys transfer out. We'll see. We'll see. I think he's got a great, solid program, but I just I don't know how much faith I have. I, I feel like they may have maxed out. We'll find out. Um, you're an underdog at Cincinnati. Although they got the new coach. I mean, you don't really know. So that, that one's... More of a toss-up. We're thinking Cincinnati the last five years. And and this might be, Connor, this is a really important point to make. You know, the fact that you get Cincinnati mid-October and BYU mid-November, this is their first year in the league. And how's that transition going for those? There will be a transition. I think they're both good programs. I think they'll both have success in the Big 12. But I also think that I don't think that you're just going to all of a sudden play a Big 12 schedule and not take any lumps along the way. Yeah, you remember what TCU was like first year they were in. Absolutely. And how it took them a while, too. But I do think uh, that revenge game at Cincinnati with uh, Tom Manning. Well, I don't so, know if I call it. I know. I'll stop, I'll stop bringing up the fun, the fun entertaining stuff. That's not uh, – I don't know. Good for Tom. I'm glad that he got that job. That's a perfect, I just popped in my head. That's a perfect spot for, for Tom Manning to end up. 
All right, uh, Connor, thank you. Um, anything else from you? We got the uh, National Signing Day, like the National Signing Day light coming up on Wednesday. Iowa State got a defensive end Juco kid on Monday night. What was the story behind that? Yeah, he's uh, he's been to Morgan State, and then he went to Hawking College. Uh, dude started out as a safety, moved to linebacker at Morgan State. Then he got to Hawking College, played linebacker for a year. Then he moved to defensive end, plays nine games, had eight and a half sacks. Uh, the first one, I think, came on the first play uh, he had as a defensive end, first play of the game, too. Um, and he told me, like, right then, he's like, yeah, I'm in the right spot. I'm going to have a big year. And so he got slew of uh, FBS offers, Power 5 offers and all that. Um, chose Iowa State yesterday over Indiana and West Virginia. And from talking to him, he sounds like a great kid. Do you see any anything else that we need to keep an eye on leading up to Wednesday? I don't think so in terms of big surprises. Okay. So perhaps little surprises? What does that mean? Maybe. Basically, just – they're going to sign the kids that they've uh, came in and committed after Got that it. signing period um, and just round out the 2023 class. I think it did drop in the rankings, but I also think tomorrow changes the rankings a lot. It's 51st right now. Mm-hmm. I think that'll go up, I would anticipate. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, he's Connor Ferguson. My name's Chris Williams. Quick 10-minute reaction here to the schedule finally dropping. You can find more coverage, as always, at CycloneFanatic.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.